Well, a number of animal welfare charities have been in the papers in the last few days, including this morning's story that Dogs Trust have issued an appeal after puppies just six weeks old were found in a plastic bag and handed into the charity. And in other news, the ISPCA have stated the latest figures of dogs being surrendered to them, also seeing a 75% increase in the case files submitted for potential criminal prosecution for animal cruelty. On the line to give us some of his thoughts, we have Pete, the vet. Well, Pete, the last time we talked, I mean, once again, we were just talking about don't rush into buying a puppy don't get a dog around Christmas time yet we keep just seeing year on year the number of dogs that are being surrendered to charities like the ISPCA is just increasing are people just not getting the message or what's happening what seems to have happened is that um, in the last few years over the Covid period really the sort of syndrome that, that took place was that people took on puppies when they weren't really able to long term, there's a saying. There's a saying that um, uh, a dog is for life, not just for Christmas. What people are saying now is a dog is for life, not just for COVID. But it's too late. It's too late. People. So what happened was all these new people took on dogs, and it was fine during the lockdowns when they were at home and they could manage it and so on. But they did have to go back to work. They found that it didn't work out for them. And then they ended up, um, unfortunately, having to surrender the dogs. Now, it's terrible that that happened, but I have to say it's better that they surrender the dogs rather than just abandoning the dogs. And that's something, unfortunately, that we have been seeing an increase in because that's the, that's the less responsible thing that people do is rather than just giving the dog to somebody who's going to do their best to find a new home for it, they just abandoned them. And that's what the dog's trust thing was that, came, that happened this morning. It was just appalling. Um, did you hear the details of that, Wendy? Yeah, so this is about the puppies. You can tell our listeners, though, who haven't seen the story, Pete. Yeah, well, basically, what they, what they found was that there, there, were, um, there was a whole litter of four-week-old puppies that, that were just found in the middle of the road. Um, there, there, was, um, there was seven of them. Um, so the, 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 basically the member of public found one dog, one puppy in the middle of the road just wandering around and got out to help the puppy and he found a plastic bag with six, six other puppies in the bag and the pups were soaking wet and then really upsettingly two of them were already dead and the others would have died soon after if they hadn't been rescued. So that's what happens when people don't surrender dogs is they just abandon them and, and that's far, far worse. And that's the thing. That's, I suppose, your message that it, it, it's it's sad to get to that point, but this, it's surrender them so that they can at least try to be rehomed. Also, there was a report last week, Pete, that animal cruelty and welfare concerns have reached unprecedented levels. There's been a 75% increase in case files. Now, these are files that are submitted for potential criminal prosecution, so pretty severe cases. How big of an issue is animal cruelty in this country and why has animal welfare slipped? It's, it's a really big issue because, um, like, I, I suppose the problem is that, that, that when people are under pressure, they just cut right back to the essentials, and that often doesn't include the animals in their lives, and so they start to neglect the animals in their lives. But I've often noticed that most of the cruelty that happens isn't deliberate cruelty. It's not somebody actually sort of beating their dog or a, or. or being deliberately cruel to a cat. These cases are relatively rare. What's really, really common is the cruelty of neglect, where people just don't give the animal um, its needs. They just don't, don't look after the animal properly. 
And often that is because they're under pressure. I've been involved with some very, very sad cases over the years, um, especially in situations where people have too many animals so they can't cope anymore. And, and, and that's a situation they're definitely cruel to the animals, but they don't mean to be. They're just they're beyond their capacity to do it anymore. Um, and it, it is very, very hard to deal with. Um, you know, because you, you, you feel immensely sorry and angry for the poor animals that have that suffered as a consequence, but at the same time you're dealing with a person who's in a very difficult place themselves. Um, and, you know, um, the animals need rescued, the people do need to be taken to court, they do need to be punished, but it's not a good situation, and, it, you know, you, um, it's very, very hard. Uh, all we can do is, I think, is support the animal welfare charities that, that, that are trying to do their best for the animals, um, uh, and as, as far as members of the public are concerned, that's really, I think, the best that you can do is, is to take part in helping situation by, by giving some of your own funds towards it. And if more people do that, as in making regular donations to the ISPCA, that type of action, um, that's what will make a difference in the long term. Do you think, Pete, that people and we're, are, are kind of getting the message enough about, look, if you're thinking about getting a, a dog, why not foster an animal? Obviously, the animal welfare charity comes and checks, is your home suitable and all that sort of stuff. When you foster a dog, you can see, okay, does this work with our family? Does this work in our life? You know, is this, because often, of course, those who foster a dog then can actually go on to adopt it. Do we need to talk about that a bit more? I think that's a really, really good model to use. So, so, so you, you don't adopt a dog immediately, you foster a dog. You take it from an animal charity, they check you out, they know you're a good fit for it, and you say, okay, let's go with this for, for three months or something. And most often in that three-month time, you realise, yes, this is a great fit, we're delighted we've done that, and we'll go on just to keep this dog long-term. But just occasionally, you might discover, actually, no, this isn't a good fit, I don't have the space in my life I thought I had in my life, and you send the dog back. Another alternative is there's a a website called borrowmydoggy.com. And what Borrow My Doggy enables is you to borrow somebody's dog. And this works well in two ways. First of all, it gives you a taste of what it's like being with a dog. Um, but the second thing it does is if somebody, a person with the dog, maybe they can't quite walk the dog as often as they would like to. And so they have you walk the dog for them. Um, and so, you know, it's, it works well in both directions. Uh, so borrowmydoggy.com is definitely something people should know about. 